Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we are joined by Rick Guiney, who is the CEO of Microsalt, the latest company to list in London. Uh, That's going to be trading very, very shortly later on this morning. Indeed, it is the first company to list on AIM so far in 2024. So there's a major milestone there, not only for Microsalt, but the wider London market. So we're going to be discussing the company. We're going to be looking at the objectives. And of course, we're joined today by Rick Guiney, CEO of Microsalt. Rick, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm excited to talk to you. An extremely exciting day, as I said, not only for for Microsalt, but the wider London markets, Rick. So as I said, we're going to be discussing the company. Um, We're going to be looking at the objectives that the company has in the low sodium market. Before we get into that, please would you be able to give us a brief introduction to yourself, Rick, as well as Microsoft. Well, sure. Again, my name is Rick and I'm the CEO of Microsoft. I've been the CEO of Microsoft for just about three years now. After spending the bulk of my career in the food business, small companies, big companies, uh, all different companies, different sizes, extremely excited about what Microsoft can offer the market and offer the world in, in terms of its ability to help lower sodium across the globe. Uh, But first, I want to say that we're really excited to be part of the London market. London has a rich history of food companies. Uh, Several of our larger customers and prospects have their global ingredient facilities in London. Uh, London has proven to be food intelligent when it comes to small companies. And so we're really happy to be part of the the London uh, stock exchange market. We offer a unique uh, product in that we can produce regular salt with low sodium. And the thing of it is, Jonathan, is that people have tried for 20 years to, to change the world with bad tasting food and it just doesn't work. Uh, so we can finally come through with our new technology and allow food to taste the way it's supposed to taste, but with significantly less sodium. Sodium is one of the world's worst health uh, issues. It's self-imposed because we don't need to do it. So we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, remedy that by making Microsoft available to food manufacturers across the globe. Thank you very much, Rick. And we'll be speaking a little bit more in detail about the business on the podcast. But I think it would be pertinent to start, if we may, Rick, with looking at the health crisis that you outlined there and the need for low in sodium in people's diets. There's millions of people around the world that die each year as a result of cardiovascular disease. Could you... For listeners that maybe are not familiar with this, um, haven't had as much of a chance to look into this in some detail, could you paint a picture, please, Rick, about the problem that microsalt is setting out to challenge? You know, salt has been in the human diet forever. And in, in, in the early days, way back, way back, you know, it was used for preservatives. And as society progressed, you know, salt continued to stay in the diet. And low in sodium is extremely harmful in excess to the human body. It affects your kidneys, it affects your skin, it, it affects uh, your heart, it affects your, your, your arteries. It's a bellwether, it's an entry point for a number of health problems. The World Health Organization estimates that just from excess sodium, 
So they're discounting its effect on diabetes, on cardiovascular disease, on pancreatic cancer, that just excess sodium kills 2 million people every year. That's uh, a little more than 4,000 people every day. That's a staggering number across the globe. The food business has been trying to address excess sodium for over 20 years with other products that weren't available until Microsoft came out of the market. Most of these products were potassium chloride based, and that has a metallic taste. So when you approached reformulation in the food business, you were really trying to balance in a new flavor. However, Microsoft addresses this by having the, the standard flavor of salt. It tastes like salt because it is salt. So the reformulation product for food is much simpler. We're not introducing a new flavor. We're not asking the consumers to change their behavior. We're simply asking the food manufacturers to replace one salt for another. And the result of that is lower sodium and, and healthy foods for everybody, including our children and anyone who eats this. Thank you very much, Rick. So let's delve now, if, if we can, very briefly in, into the technology. I'm sure listeners to this, looking at microsalts this morning, are very keen to learn about how you lower sodium in salt. Of course, it's a, it's a patented technology. So that's something that, of course, you won't be able to divulge. But in terms of providing an insight into how you've achieved what you have achieved so far and the technology. Sure. It's, and, and I'm happy to do that. Um, and, you know, it's, it's brilliant in its simplicity, Jonathan. Uh, we take regular salt, and it doesn't matter. It could be any kind of salt from anywhere in the world. And we put it through our patented process, as you mentioned. And we have we've developed a lot of nuance and a lot of uh, technical know-how. And what we do is we reduce the size of that salt crystal. Now, we don't shave it. We don't cut it. We actually reduce it so it keeps all its properties, except it's incredibly small, uh, right around one micron or so. Really, really small. And what happens is when you do that, you actually increase the surface area that impacts your tongue. Your tongue gets the full sensation of the salt flavor without ingesting excess sodium. It's kind of like being poked with a finger versus being hit with a fist. It's all the same hand. It's just one is hitting you harder than the other. And that's, that's really the basis for our, for our proposals and our value proposition is that we can deliver salt in a smaller, more intense way so that you get the full flavor you're looking for without ingesting excess sodium. Thank you very much, Rick. So I just want to move on now and look at the, at the business model, because I'm sure listeners to this, investors will be very interested to know a little bit more about that. Of course, you've got the salt shakers, Rick, uh, and you have a line of crisps as well, which have been distributed across the, the US and, and the Philippines, I believe. But it would be good also to hear, because this is the most exciting thing, I, I think, for investors, the B2B market. Um, so it would be good to hear about your strategy going forward in terms of your two core channels and where you see the biggest opportunities for these going forward. Sure. And, you know, and this, it's, it, it's, it makes pretty much common sense that in order to change the food supplier of the world, you need to play with the big players. So we have reached out to all the major food manufacturers, and we are doing that not only in, in the U.S. and in the U.K., but we're doing that across the globe. We have prospects uh, in Australia, in Asia, Southeast Asia, in India, Africa, South America, Central America, uh, North America. Uh, and what we do is we, we simply educate them on how the revised reformulation, the modern day 
reformulation process can happen with microsalt. And that allows them to maintain their flavor integrity of their product while lowering sodium. And that's key. They're not asking their consumers to uh, change their behavior. We're not asking them to create a, a massive marketing program on lower sodium. We're simply asking them to lower their sodium without changing the flavor. It's the right thing to do. It's a cost-effective thing to do. And it's a long-term, I tell this, uh, this line antidotically when we make presentations, but it's true. I have a 15-year-old son, and it'd be great if he didn't have heart disease when he's 55. And it, this is how we make this happen. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Uh, we, we can provide uh, our products across the globe. So we're really happy with what we can do and the product, the performance of the product. We know it works across most food medias, bread, topical applications like crisps or chips or nuts. It works great in, uh, in, in protein bars and in slurries that are used to flavor other products. It's really an exciting time for the food business. So, Rick, I believe very recently Microsoft was launched on, on Amazon UK here. But I think for people in the, in the UK, it would be good to, to get an idea of the, the future plans for Microsoft. I mean, what you're going to be doing here, where, where they can see the brand, you know, the types of people that you're speaking to. Of course, you're a, a global business, as, as you said. But I think, you know, for the listeners to this podcast, to gain some context as to what you're doing here in the UK would be really good. Sure. You know, it's important for everybody to be able to, to have this solution. So first, we put our Microsoft in take-home shakers, and we put them up on Amazon UK so that when you come back from the doctor and they say, you need to lower your sodium, the first thing you could do is go out on Amazon and buy a low-sodium salt that's going to allow you to your food at home to taste the way you want it to taste. Uh, second, we've approached all of the major retailers in the UK, and we are in discussions with all of them regarding reformulation of their own branded products. Now, that takes a little bit of time, but those discussions are, are ongoing as we speak. We are also having conversations with some of the largest food manufacturers and prepared meal products manufacturers in the UK to deliver the best possible product to the UK as quickly as possible. Even though we are a global uh, company, Jonathan, uh, the UK is our first targeted market where we're really going to vertically integrate and get everywhere. We're going to talk to local chefs. We're going to get it into the restaurant business. We're going to make sure that we make an impact in, in, with the food manufacturers for the retail business that in, in the UK. So we're really excited that we can actually make a difference in the UK short term. I understand you're a very busy man over these uh, next few days, so I'm not going to keep you too much longer. But for people listening to this, looking at Microsoft and, and looking at what the next 12 months could hold, what would you point them to as what you feel is the most exciting things they should keep an eye out for? Well, in their, in their term for us, it's going to be penetration into the major food manufacturers. Uh, they make a lot of food. So it takes a little bit of time to penetrate their manufacturing uh, protocols and, and their supply chains. So the next, in the next 12 months, you're going to see us appear in some of these major global brands as a salt supplier. Now, we may or may not be on the label. That's not, not our intent. Our intent is to provide lower sodium foods. But as you look at the back of the bags, when you buy something, you'll start to see 
sodium levels reduce. And that means we've succeeded. I'm sure, Rick, you're looking forward to the first day of trading as much as I am and also looking forward to getting you back on the podcast before long to see how everything's going at Microsoft. So, Rick, thank you very much. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. And thank you very much to everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.